This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 699. How to Teach Your Kids to Build Tiny Habits and Why It's Important by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show where I narrate all sorts of content to improve your relationships. I am your host, Greg Audino. As you know, there are many different types of relationships, so tune in for episodes on dating, friendships, self-worth, and a lot more. We cover it all in one episode or another, I promise you that much. Now, have you ever wondered how you could help your kids build new habits? If so, you are in luck. In today's post, Kalen Bruce shares his experience teaching tiny habits to kids. So let's get right into it and start optimizing your life. How to Teach Your Kids to Build Tiny Habits and Why It's Important by Kalen Bruce of freedomsprout.com. Habits are most easily built when you start small. Learning to start small is easiest when you are small. Habits is a system created by B.J. Fogg, Ph.D., head of the Behavior Design Lab at Stanford University. He's been studying how people change behaviors for over 20 years, and now you can apply his research in your parenting. Have you heard it takes 21 days to build a habit? Actually, one popular study showed it takes 66 days. Did you know that neither of those are correct for every habit? Each time a habit is built, the time it takes to form is based on three things. Number one, the person forming the habit. Number two, the habit itself. Number three, the context in which the habit is being built. If you hate doing something, it will take you longer to build the habit. If you love doing something, it will take less time. If it's within your wheelhouse already, it will take less time. If it isn't, more time. You get the idea. The best part is, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It just matters that you create and help your children create positive habits. The power is in starting small. The real power is in starting tiny. The Tiny Habits Method I've been following Dr. Fogg and his research since 2010. I've used his system to create tiny habits in my life. Many of these habits have compounded into much larger habits. Some are still tiny, some habits should grow, while others don't need to. Habits like running, writing, reading, and lifting weights can start tiny and become huge gradually. Other habits like a morning gratitude practice, flossing, and affirmations may only take a few minutes or less, so no need to increase. While these small changes are simple, there is a method to it. If you want to teach your kids the easiest way to create lasting habits, you'll need to understand the method. It starts with the FOG behavioral model. B equals MAP. B for behavior happens when M motivation 
A for ability and P for prompt converge at the same moment. The recipe looks like this. After I blank, I will blank and then celebrate. That's a recipe for a tiny habit. You can get recipe cards to fill out with your kids. To make it simple, the ABCs of behavior design are 1. Anchor movement. An existing habit that reminds you to do the new behavior, i.e. after I brush my teeth, I will blank. Number 2. New tiny behavior. A tiny version of the habit you want to create, i.e. I will do two push-ups or floss one tooth. Number 3. Instant celebration. A small celebration to create a positive feeling internally. This must occur immediately, i.e. saying yes or awesome. Dr. Fogg calls this feeling shine. It's a simple concept. You find something you already do, an established habit, attach a tiny habit, and build the habit over time. There are seven steps in the process. Seven steps in behavior design. Step one, clarify the aspiration. Step two, Explore behavior options. Step 3. Match with specific behaviors. Step 4. Start tiny. Step 5. Find a good prompt. Step 6. Celebrate successes. Step 7. Troubleshoot, iterate, and expand. Number 1. Clarify the aspiration. First, you must figure out what you're trying to do. This is the habit you're building. Number 2. Explore behavior options. Next, figure out what you already do and what you're likely to stick with. Number three, match with specific behaviors. Now, figure out which current behavior you can attach the new habit to. Number four, start tiny. You'll want to start extremely small, something that only takes seconds. Number five, find a good prompt. Find a part of your existing routine that prompts the new habit. Number six, Celebrate successes. This is huge. It may sound silly at first, but you must celebrate in a small way to train your mind. This ensures the habits stick. It's a sort of mind hack, but the celebration must be immediate or your brain won't connect it to the new habit. Dr. Fogg explains how rewarding yourself with a massage after a week of working out consistently is great, but that's an incentive. Your brain can't connect the two since they're so far apart. Immediate celebration is directly connected to your new habit. Number seven, troubleshoot, iterate, and expand. Think of building a new habit like budgeting. It doesn't always work right away. If something isn't working out, troubleshoot the habit to see why you're forgetting to do it or why it's hard for you to get started. The habit could be too large or you could be trying to prompt it at the wrong time. To iterate, simply keep performing the habit. Once the tiny habit is established, if it makes sense with the given habit, it's time to expand. When you're teaching your kids to build new habits, teach them to identify with the habit. This is just as important as starting small. Identity-based habits. Identity-based habits are built when you shift your mindset to become a person of this new habit. Bring the I'm the kind of person who into the scenario. Once you identify with the new habit, You'll train your brain to become the person you want to be. Instead of trying to exercise, become a person who exercises regularly. Whether this is true today or not, you must become a person who never misses a workout or who never misses two days in a row. If you always think of yourself as 
becoming a fit person, it will be hard to get there. You have to identify as that person now. Here are some examples. Instead of, I want to write a book, say, I'm the kind of person who writes daily. Instead of, I want to be in shape, say, I'm the kind of person who exercises daily. Instead of, I want to run faster, say, I'm the kind of person who runs five days a week. It's not about brainwashing yourself to believe something that isn't true. It's about actually becoming the kind of person who does the new habit. This is similar to affirmations insofar as you're often stating something that isn't true yet. Teaching tiny habits to kids. We're never taught how to build new habits, though children are often expected to build habits on their own. If they learn how to build these habits, it will be an easy practice they can take into adulthood. Make it fun for your kids. Teach them the basic idea of creating habits and start creating habits with them. My kids love working out, and it's easy for kids to build their fitness quickly. You can start with the push-up habit. It's an easy one. Attach it to something they already do, like brushing their teeth. If they struggle to remember to brush their teeth daily, do it with them. Brush your teeth together and then do two push-ups. Once they get used to that, do three push-ups. In a few months, you could have a routine of brushing your teeth and doing 20 push-ups. You're teaching your kids how to build positive habits the whole time. You can also tie this into cleaning up. When mom or dad give the 15-minute warning for dinner time, I will put away my toys. Don't try to create 10 habits the first day. Start with one. Add more habits gradually. If you implement it in a fun way, your kids will see this as a game. If they continue to see it that way for the rest of their life, building habits will be a breeze. You just listened to the post titled, How to Teach Your Kids to Build Tiny Habits and Why It's Important by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. And an awesome, well-researched post from Kaylin, which we thank him for. Habit research is extremely interesting, guys. It goes without saying that our habits make the framework for our lives at large, and that mastering habits is a simple and trustworthy way to make lasting, significant life changes. And as Kaylin illustrated today, it doesn't require massive changes. It doesn't require you to flip your life upside down. Small, minuscule changes build momentum and get us to where we need to be over time. And it starts today by changing maybe one or two minutes of your day at most. It's tried, it is true, and it is powerful. So thank you to Kaylin for shining light on this today. Uh, we are done for today, though, my friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again tomorrow for our final post of the week, where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>